Hello, listeners. We are taking your questions. If you have things you're wondering about our lives, our current adventure, our previous adventures, or our character creation process, or even just the GM process, shoot us an email at guaranteedadventures at gmail.com. Before we jump into this episode, just a quick reminder, we are playing in the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons system using the Humblewood campaign setting. If you would like to look uh, up any more information about any of those, uh, the links will be in the description of this podcast. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the story might change, but the adventure, that part's guaranteed. I'm your GM, Tim, and going around the table, we've got... Nathan, playing Bertram Honksley. Seth, playing Otis Grain, playing Wesley Greywinter. (laughs) Seth, playing Quill Graybell. Kyle, playing Jean Orton, playing Jean Orton. (laughs) Last time, you guys uh, planned what you thought might happen when you got to the coalition's hideout, their swamp hideout. Quill went out the next day and scouted ahead and found the bandit coalition's hideout. You saw that Frost Rock and his new team teleported out, the new team including a Blackford squirrel. The rest of the group caught up and you all decided Quill and Otis would sneak in and find out what they could. Otis miraculously weaseled his way past the guards and somehow convinced everyone that he was Wesley. Quill has taken the place of the other guard in the watchtower, and I think that is where we're going to start. You're able to see from the watchtower the acrobatics that Otis did and uh, the claps and everything, and so you get the sense that he's uh, convinced them that he actually is Wesley. And so uh, the pigeon starts uh, kind of hopping and running a little bit back, uh, and then he kind of jumps and glides and then onto a rooftop and jumps and glides and then uh, jumps up and lands in his uh, little perch up there. And he uh, kind of turns over to you, uh, Quill, and says, ha, Edison, ha, you should have, what was his, oi, Edison, you should have seen that. We had nothing to worry about, man. That's, that's Wesley. Totally Wesley. Yep. <laughs> Edison. Yep. Uh, and are you looking at him or just or not? Nope. Okay. Uh, he, I do have my bow ready. Yeah. I will take him out. <laughs> he uh, turns around and you can hear him start to like, he takes in a breath. I will to, take him to out. Shout. Okay. Uh, make an attack. Mm, 13. 13 hits. Yeah. It's armor class 10. He is not wearing any armor. It's just... Do I get one attack, or how many do I get? I mean, you, you're you attacking him, so you can get your your full <laughs> range. It's not like Same a... Same roll. Better what? roll. So just... Same roll. Just for my <laughs> visualization here, you're just rapidly <laughs> loading and unloading a crossbow. <laughs> it's like the uh, the revolver trick. Oh, yeah, like That's... slapping the hammer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And at this point, I probably run out of quill so i'm quickly like pulling some out of my back quick because i've retrofitted it to be nice do you want me to roll damage on that did you hit all four times yes no you don't need to roll damage i think my average is like 35 so we could just take the average (laughs) per hit 
Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> for the Ooh. if I am able to do all four. Okay. Yeah. He has he has twenty HP. So is uh the chances are pretty good that you'll take him out. Great. So I do that. Uh, he kind of you hit him those four times and he kind of stumbles and falls off uh the other side of the. You know, like when a bird like runs into a window and the big old fluff ball happens. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they you take him out, and now there are no guards on the watchtowers up there. Yep. Uh, but you look back over the camp, and you see that there were uh, four little critters who were cleaning off the the pad. There's like some debris on there, and w- one of them looks up, and he uh, kind of just sees a couple of feathers falling down, and sees you uh, with your crossbow out, and you guys kind of make eye contact. And he's like, <laughs> he starts hyperventilating and like grabbing the other people's attention and like, hey, Edison uh, killed him. Edison just killed him. While this is going on, can John and Bertram walk towards the front of the gate? Oh, yeah. To enter? Yeah. We're like, this is our cue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, how are you guys entering? Is it a fairly well made gate? Uh, it's just an opening. So it's not really oh. a gate. Yeah, it's just an opening into the swamp. I wanted to, I wanted to kick the door down, but I can't kick so the door. So you should do the Aragorn like into um, in the second movie the the yeah. two push of the door open. <laughs> <Yeah. then. laughs> Great, but scene. there's no door. Sure, there can be a door. You can now. still. Push. There wasn't initially. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll push the air. There's two guards standing there. <laughs> just two guards. I just grab them. them over. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, you chuck aside some guards as you're entering into this. Welcome uh, to Guaranteed Adventures, where we change the story, but it's always guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> it will be adventurous, no matter what happens. All right, so you guys uh, push your way through uh, and come in, and you see the four guys kind of freaking out up on the pad. Uh, My name is Jean Autant, future head moose knight of Marshview. If you put down your weapons now and surrender, no one has to die. But if any of you choose to fight us, you will die. Uh, the the four guys kind of like look at each other and they're like, just uh, moose knights aren't real. There's so few of them. <laughs> I- Edison slash Quill will be like, man, that's where you lost, buddy. Uh, Do I need to make an example of this one? I was going to make an example out of it. <laughs> as soon as he said that, oh. moose knights aren't real. <laughs> John's going to just backhand him into a wall or whatever. Make an attack. 21. Wow. Okay, yeah, you uh, absolutely just send him flying, and he uh, fully knocked out, just crashed into the wall. And uh, the other three that were there, uh, just on their faces, just immediately, like, <laughs> spread arms spread out, legs spread out, everything. Okay, come gather up, everyone on your face. Who are who are you? And the guy who you slapped is like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, is <laughs> crumpled on the ground. And they're like, you you did that to him? Oh, we? Now come onto your face. Yes, sir. And then, like a single file, immediately like just go down onto the on the pad and like face down <laughs> next to their other guys. I'll start uh, pull out a rope from my backpack. Shall I tie them up? And actually, yeah, I'll, I'll come down as well and okay. just help tie everybody down. Nice. Uh, yeah, you we start. Go find Otis or Wesley or whatever we call him right now. I think this sounds like a great plan for you, Mister Intimidating. Okay. <laughs> He's a. Uh, in that building over there. Okay. And John starts to walk the, uh, the opposite way. <laughs> no, no, no. That way. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Third time's the charm. To, to the correct way. Nice. Uh, yeah, so Bertram, you're tying up all the, all yep, the little helper all guys. The, tying up all their ankles together. Nice. Uh, and you can see that they're definitely not going to resist at all. Some of them aren't even, uh, like, they're just fully content to just lie there. It's like, yep, yeah, I'm. this is my life now. I'm here. <laughs> uh, Jean, you make your way to the offices, and uh, you kind of open the door in, and you see Otis is talking with uh, this large uh, female moose uh, who's just kind of hanging out uh, there and giving him a couple of papers here and there and, like, showing him some different spots on a map. So do I hear him come in? Oh, yeah, you definitely. I mean, it, his yeah. antlers are, like, crashing through the doorway. <laughs> I'll turn around, and when I see uh, Jean, I'll quickly wink at Jean and then say, Jasmine, this is the one that scared uh, Sherwin off. Uh, J- Jasmine turns uh, and looks uh, at you. He's like, are you a real moose knight? My name is Jean Autant, future head moose knight of Marshview. You are under arrest. I think we better do what he says. Oh, I mean, yeah, you can arrest us or, you know, whatever. It's I Can I just go back to my office? I've got a bunch of stuff to do in there. Perhaps you're not getting the gravity of the situation. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, can yeah, I take conf- me away. Oh, no. Can I roll confusion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can roll insight for sure. I'm confused. Wisdom saving throw? <laughs> 11. She just kind of seems uh, like she's not really phased by this. It, just in that, like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Moose Knight, they're rare, and that's kind of cool, but I'm doing way more important stuff here, and I'm going to continue doing that here. So, yeah, arrest me if you need to, but I'm just going to keep doing I it. I just stuff. stare at uh, <laughs> Otis. <laughs> uh, if, hey, just lock the door. We'll stay in here. We won't cause any trouble. John just, like, slowly backs up, closes the door, and just goes, What the heck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I've never known a moose knight to not arrest someone. Hmm. He almost got me back in Marshview. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you escaped. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so she pulls out her map uh, and, and points out the uh, bandit fortress, which is uh, kind of on the way on the other side of the Maplewood. Uh, and she's like, all right, we can't teleport you there. Uh, but I need you to go to this bandit fortress here uh, and give them this. And she hands you a book. And uh, on the front, it just says diary. There is some, and she flips open uh, to the very last uh, page that's there. And there's a bunch of things in front uh, on the top of the page. And then at the bottom, there's this very uh, like cryptic coded uh, kind of paragraph of information. It's like, we haven't been able to do this. None of our guys here are code breakers, and so uh, we just need this back at the uh, back at the base. It's not. We don't think it's too important because everything else that she like flips through is like everything else is perfectly like we got everything else we needed to from this. So, but you know, it'd be nice to know what it was anyway. Okay, so how am I supposed to get out of here and get to there? Well, I mean, I don't know. How do you work this teleporty thing anyway? Well, that's. Not for you to know. Okay, look out the window. Everybody else in this camp is tied up. We can't teleport you there because there's no pad to teleport to there. Okay, how close can you get me? Uh, we can get you to Winnowing Reach. All right, how do I turn this thing on? Oh, one of the guys out there will show you. They're tied up! <laughs> what? As she, like, looks out the window and... Oh, 
well, I guess you're walking. So, have fun. And she goes back into her office. <laughs> if I walk out this door, they will not let me leave. I don't know. He didn't arrest us, so I... Just... Yes, because we're locked in here with a moose knight out front. I can hop out the window and make a break for a pad. Cool, but I won't do that. Make it... How do I turn it on? How oh. do I work the pad? Well, one of the guys out there can They're show They're tied up! I've got other things to do. <laughs> oh, Otis, Otis calms himself <laughs> and says, What could you possibly be working on right now that is more important? Uh, stuff. <laughs> she uh, like slowly backs away into her office and like closes the door. <laughs> I'll just walk out. She's all yours, John. <laughs> Do I arrest her? Yeah, you can arrest her. Okay. <laughs> I'll walk back in. Uh, Knock on the door politely. Change your heart, did you? You're arresting me now? Uh, yes. Fine. Are you the one that Sherwin's after? Yes. Okay. Well, um... My quarters are over here. Can uh, you tie, leave me there, and you just leave me there and tie me up in there? No. I don't want to be around when Sherwin comes back if you're here, okay? That's it. That's all. Okay? Why? Well, because he kind of has a temper on him. I have a temper, too. (laughs) Yes, but you seem a little bit more in control of your temper than him. We have a very angry goose outside. I can show you how bad angry he gets. At that point, you just hear honking going on. Like, ah. <laughs> fine. It's just, I didn't want to go tied out in front of everybody else, but it's fine. We won't Whatever. tie you up. Oh, thanks. If, as long as you don't run away. <laughs> if you run away. With these hooves, I just got them done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a little, little moose humor. Okay, fine. Let's go. I don't get it. <laughs> It well, must be, be my kind of moose humor. So <laughs> uh, you lead her out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so she comes out um, and uh, very, like, definitely not going to fight and just kind of, yeah, sits down. And uh, you did see that she brought uh, a little uh, book out with her and is, like, scribbling stuff and uh, you know, flipping pages and, and doing stuff like that. So What's that? Oh, this uh, is just, uh, you know, little... I like to doodle sometimes, and uh, that helps me relax, you know. Fine, you can have it, I guess. I'm not going to... So, uh... Uh, Bertram, can you tie her up? Oh. No, 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 tie up. No, tie up. I promise we will not tie her up. Did you oh, promise that you, you won't tie her up or that we won't tie her up? We Bertram, won't tie her up. did you see anybody that knows how to work this machine? Uh, I was about going to all them. <laughs> we paid Wesley a lot of money, okay? Hey, tied up, and people. And they paid up front. Oh, so you... Switch sides, huh? You're a Maple Leaf now? Nah, I'm not really Wesley. Oh. Can I have that book back? No! Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no, 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 doubt. Hey, no, doubt, no, doubt, no doubt. tell you what. <laughs> fire up the machine. We'll send you wherever you want to go. Well, I mean, if you uh, don't really want to go anywhere. Kind of want to get that book back. You're not getting the book back. Okay, well. That's a non-negotiable. What if we hire you to work for us? <laughs> you could not pay me enough okay. based on what the okay. other guys are paying to me. Okay, tie her up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> Nobody show them how the machine works. That's an order. Hey, little guy, show me how the machine works. He's just like, <laughs> is, is shivering in fright, like looking at you. <laughs> I'll climb the other watchtower. I, I, I point, I point <laughs> at the, the guy I knocked out earlier. It's like, yeah. No one wants to end up like that guy and possibly worse. Oh. Show me how the machine works. Make an intimidation check. 
Can somebody assist me? Bertram? Assistance? 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 Guidance? I just will be like, yes. He showed you what a moose, moose knight can do. The gaggle is even worse. I'll allow it. Do it with advantage. Uh, 14. 14? That's better. Nice. Uh, yeah, one of the guys uh, slowly like raises a paw. It's like, I, I, I know how it works. <laughs> ah, perfect. Otis, where do we need to go? We could head to Winnowing Reach. That's the closest point. Hey, uh, Jasmine, where did uh, Sherwin head off to? Nowhere. Hey, literally anybody else, where did Sherwin head off to? Uh, and everybody answers as one, uh, with one voice, we don't know, above our pay grade. That's Who operated the machine? Uh, check, check, check the book. Oh, yeah. I will look at the book. Yeah, the book is... Uh, this guy here had to suggest <laughs> to check the book she was writing in. <laughs> the uh, the book is, you see is like notations from like this person is going here. This like basically keeping track and organization of everyone, all the agents that they have and what's uh, what they've been doing. And so you see that Sherwin and his team, uh, they got sent to the Mockton Caverns. The, the Mockton Caverns uh, are where... Uh, the shards of creation were, like, that's where they were found. Uh, with a, and a little, like, underneath it was um, cleanup. It was was the uh, phrase that was written there. Is there a maple order maple there? Uh, there's not. Okay. It's, I'm trying to figure out what the cleanup is. Yeah. What are they cleaning up? Let's quickly uh, make sure we're not missing anything else here. And Okay, I got these maps. <laughs> oh, about the maps. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, so the maps, now that you have a uh, better chance to look at them, it is, there's a map of the Maplewood, uh, there's a very detailed map of the Maple Heart, uh, and the Great Maple specifically, and then the third one, uh, the three of you can kind of piece together that it's a very detailed map of the Scorched Grove, uh, with a spot that's very uh, marked out that says the Shrine uh, above it. Are you guys making, uh, searching the rest of the camp? It's basically just like there's... Uh, some quarters, and then there are uh, a storeroom, and then the offices are the three main places. We should probably bring Ainsley in as well. Yeah, I'll go get Ainsley. Okay. okay. You find you find Ainsley pretty much right outside the, the fog. Hey, so uh, you made it out? Uh, no, we took the whole place over. Come on in. Oh, it's true what they say, I guess, about the Order of the Maple and the uh, guys who take... Okay, cool. Yeah, let's let's go. Getting things done. Yeah. Like, so imagine, like... Angel walks in and you just John's just like everyone face down, <laughs> not everyone face up. <laughs> doing uh, <laughs> doing moose says John says. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, can Bertram and I do some investigation checks? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can. Uh, yeah. Uh, make some investigation checks. You can do it with advantage since you're kind of helping each other. Fourteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Nice. So in the storeroom, you find uh, much of the same stuff, archaeological equipment, dried food packs, med supplies, stuff like that. But the the box of chalk that you found, it's very finely crafted, and it seems to be made from different elements. So there's one that has some heat to it. There's one that's, uh, it, it feels like dirt, but you're, but it's chalk. Uh, and then there's one that literally feels like nothing, like you're just like holding nothing in your hand. Uh, and then there's one that where you grab it and then you pull your hand away. It's all your hands all wet. Oh, you also find a, a manifest of things 
brought from the remains of HP's workshop. In the administrative building and offices, you find a letter that Jasmine was composing to, uh, you assume, some higher-ups. It kind of details out what they've been doing uh, so far. And they said, at the end, she says, we're so close, uh, just a couple of days away, I think now. Uh, We've collected eight additional shards. I've sent Sherwin to clean up the rest of the caves. uh, And we should be able to start start the summon soon. You find one room that was bigger than all of the other rooms, kind of off by itself. It doesn't look like it's been lived in for a while, but you find a big, uh, like, chest and trunk in there. Uh, and you find cutouts of posters and circus advertisements uh, featuring a uh, very familiar red-haired, red-haired squirrel and a black-haired squirrel. If you want to make another additional, like, insight check. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, a good insight roll regarding a certain somebody. <laughs> 22. Nice. Yeah, so there's all those posters and circus you know, posters and stuff in there. But every time it mentions Clover, like Clover is the name uh, associated with the red-haired squirrel, and Samira is the name with the black-haired squirrel. But it looks identical to, to Otis. Interesting. It seems... Um... Oh, Otis has a brother. indeed indeed or not a brother and it's just otis but the name says clover yes (laughs) i think let's keep this to ourselves for now and um let's see so far he's only been helpful and you know if it's his brother i doubt it but if it is you know good but bertram I, i believe we've been hoodwinked a little bit i will roll up some of the posters or i'll roll up one of the posters um and like kind of give everybody just a lay down um and say it looks like Sherwin is indeed going to the caves for possibly more shards as well as they're getting ready for a summoning in the Scorch Grove so it seems like eventually we'll we will need to get there but Sherwin is at the caves so we probably need to go at least to the caves possibly the Scorch Grove based on my reading of like I, I because Quill and I read all the information previously, yeah, like the children's book and everything. Would we have any guess at what they might be summoning, just based on the reading that we've already done? Make um, maybe maybe an insight or some kind of intelligence based trait skill roll. Yep, I'm not training any of them, so it doesn't matter. I'll get a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a five. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Nice. Do you show Quill the? Uh... The diary? No. Okay. Based on the stuff that... Point, anyway. Yeah, based on the stuff that you found, um, you think that they are after after shards. Shards are sources of power. Uh, Hasselpaw and Beckett used the shards to create something. Something went wrong, caused the Great Calamity, burned the grove. Now you're not exactly sure what they're trying to do except that they need as many shards as they can. Just based on the stuff that you have uh, now. And it's going to happen in the Scorch Grove. I think you're right. I think we need to track down... I think we need to go for Sherwin first. Stop them from getting any more. And from there, if they've got a setup like this, we can probably teleport into the Scorch Grove. Mm Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we we need to find the source of what's killing all the saplings. Bertram walks up to... Quill, can you take over the training here, actually? Yes. John, can I have a word with you? 
Okay. And so just was going to kind of take Jean somewhat more away from the crowd. So Jean, we found something about Otis. He has a brother, but keep it secret. <laughs> Why did I leave you alone? <laughs> is that important? Quill doesn't think it's his brother. Quill thinks it is Otis, and we may be bamboozled, but I thought you should know as well. I can show you the room if you'd like, but room is un- and it's quite uncanny. Okay, let's go see. Okay. <laughs> and up, <laughs> and down. Ooh, now teach him to do a backflip. All right, everybody, I need you to be brave. Uh, <laughs> this can be scary. Our ankles are tied together. You're going to have to try. <laughs> Is it this or death? You're going to have to try. It's all in the rotation. So, Bertram, you show, uh, yep. you go into the, I, the bigger I, room. Yeah, the big room. I go back to where we, we start, found the posters and everything for the circus act. There's a smear here and then Clover, which looks a lot like Otis. I thought it could be Brother, but... But this one has is a little black spot, as same as Otis. It's very rare for twins to have that kind of thing. Hmm, that is true. Having had twins and everything, I know a lot about <laughs> twins. Having had twins, I know everything about twins. Natalia <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't shut up about twins and all this stuff. <laughs> I remember some things. But yes, so I just thought you should be on the level with, since we found this, and who knows what, what may come up. Okay. So you guys come out, and uh, you wanting the guy to teleport everybody somewhere, or some people somewhere? Well, we don't want Sherwin to have a bunch of people to help him air afterwards. These guys couldn't hurt to fly. They're probably not even going to stick around. Didn't seem like they really wanted to be here. Let's put it this way. We'll make sure that Sherwin's not returning to them, one way or the other. <laughs> Good point, Bertram. Thank you. All right. We should see how it works, though. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, I can. Uh, so, uh, and he goes into the little like hut uh, off to the side, and you can see there are different. Uh, there's a big dial, uh, and there's uh, like three different positions on there. Well, you just turn the dial to one of these, crank this lever, and then we've got different stations set up. You know, around the swamp that just pulls from pulls power from there, and it teleports whatever's on the platform to the adjoining platform on the other side. Powered by, and then he goes out and points around, and there are quite a few of these, uh, like, small, um, almost look like glass uh, ovals that are embedded into the platform. Are these shards? Yes. So we, we walk. need them to... <laughs> we need to leave them here for now. Yeah. And we probably we, shouldn't take Ainsley with us. Can we send a message back to Marshview? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I've got a... I, if these things are draining the life from the swamp and from the wood, I've got to go fix them. And I'm probably just going to cut any of the wires and disconnect all of this because this is an abomination. So, yeah. If you guys aren't going to destroy it, then I will later. Just, or Yeah, just wait till we those. get sent first. But that would require more forest getting burned, which... But we can prevent of... even more forest getting burned. Yeah, but this is directly causing forest to be burned. I'll uh, look at, out of the side of my eyes at Bertram and at Jean and at Bertram. And at Jean. I understand what you're saying, and I'm going to slowly start walking towards the platform like while talking to him. I understand what you're saying, but you must mm-hmm. think of the greater good. And I'm going to start waving everyone over to the platform. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Wait, Ainsley, we totally agree with you. This is absolutely an issue. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you guys come over to the platform. I know. I just, I really want his staff. It seems like it could be really useful. 
then you should grab it, and then we go. <laughs> I will um, uh, make eye contact with the engineer. What is your name? <laughs> my name? Yes. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Cyrus. Cyrus. I'm, I'm still being like, kind of in front of Ainsley, but like on the platform, basically. Okay. Kind of trying to get him, guide him towards the, the, the thing, but not onto it. Okay. And I'm going to yank the staff as soon as I like, think the thing's going to be going. Okay. Cyrus, pull the lever! <laughs> <laughs> so Cyrus pulls the lever. Uh, go ahead and make a strength check. Uh, seven... Uh, so Ainsley rolled a natural 17 and so he sees your thing coming and he immediately like jumps away and he's like you were going to steal the and then you guys all teleport uh, out out to uh, Winnowing Winnowing Reach is that where you wanted to go or Mockton Caverns Caverns. so you uh, you come into the uh, pad with another loud like and uh, purple light uh, and you kind of there. It's just uh, a very similar kind of setup to what was at the marsh hideout or the swamp hideout. But this one's pretty much completely deserted. And uh, you go ahead and give me perception checks, everyone. Is Ainsley with us? No. Okay. Eight. That's a nine. Thirteen. Twenty-two. Nice. Bertram and uh, Jean... Uh, you immediately uh, smell a uh, just kind of a, a fumy, chemically kind of s- smell <laughs> that you've got, and uh, there that's in the area. Bertram, you specifically see kind of towards the back of a camp. You see somebody with a torch, and uh, it's a small, uh, furry creature. Kind of looks chucks the torch down and takes off. And when uh, the squirrel chucks the torch down, the buildings around just like start catching a blaze and fire starts spreading from building to building to building and the whole area is kind of illuminated. So you guys can see through the burning buildings that Sherwin and his team are on the other side and Sherwin's just got the smuggest smile and looking directly at Jean and he calls out, if it isn't John the Moose Knight, have fun burning. And uh, he just like turns and walks away. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to end our episode. Uh, so once again, we're Guaranteed Adventures. I'm your GM, Tim. And going around at the table, we've got Nathan playing Bertram Bo- Bertram Honksleaf playing Bertram Honksleaf. <laughs> You're gonna say Bertram Bonksleaf. <laughs> Why did I name him? <laughs> That's his name from now on. Yep, canonically. Bertram Bonksleaf. Just in perpetual rage. Yeah, this is Seth playing Otis Segrain. This is the other Seth playing Quill Graybell. And Kyle playing Jean Auton. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Guaranteed Adventures is brought to you by Tim Gallegos as our GM, Nathan Kuypers, Seth Guthrie, Kyle Bateman, and myself, Seth Kleinwood. Rob Benson created our theme song, and our Maplewood theme is Wonderland by Roman Senike Music. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GUAdventurePod. We have a special episode coming out this Friday, and we'd love for you to listen to it as we talk about the campaign so far. If you feel up for it, please give us a rating on your podcast platform of choice. That really helps the algorithm share our podcast with others, as well as you sharing it with your friends and family. We really appreciate the word of mouth as well. Thanks so much for sticking around for this episode. Here's a preview of our episode coming out next Monday, and we'll see you on Friday.
six years, three months, 14 days, 15 hours, 15 minutes and 37 seconds. I have been waiting for this moment. Show in, Frostrock.